Oh, wait, no, we have to introduce the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we should introduce it. Yes. My, <laughs> all I want to say is after these messages, we'll be right back. What message? We got it. The song. It's no, a message. I, no, we have to say what the show is first. Okay. All right. This is the what message. What is this show to you? What to me? Oh my God. Like, what does it mean to me? What is this show to you? I, you know what? Explain we, it to me like someone you've never met before. Oh, I've done you? a terrible job of this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. I was on a podcast and I like bombed so hard at the end. I mean, it's someone's Patreon, so I yeah. haven't heard it. I had COVID and I was talking about the Hilaria Baldwin thing and they were like, is there anything like you're promoting or you want to? And I was like, yeah, I have a, um, I'm, I host a podcast. It's called Pot Psychology with my friend Rich and we just like, I don't know. It's like you could listen to it or not. It's like yeah. we talk about stuff and like, and then I was just like rambling. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, or if you don't, it's very 90s, want to listen to it, you don't have to listen yeah. to it. And they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye. laughs> uh, I don't know. That sounds right to me. Hi, everybody. This is Samantha Fox. And do you want to have some fun? Because I do. Welcome to Pot Psychology with your hosts, Tracy Egan and Morrissey and Rich Juzwak. I think that's how you say it, Juzwak. Anyway, sounds good, doesn't it? Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Yeah, just take care. Lots of love. Mwah. Samantha Fox. Sister Samantha Fox. On Monday, I thought it was Tuesday. And then I woke up on Tuesday and I thought it was Wednesday. I woke up on Monday and knew it was Monday. Okay. At some point, I thought it was Tuesday. Okay. And I made tacos because we do Taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday. And then... The tacos and we woke up, you up. And then in the morning, I was like trying to get everything like set up and get Una set up. And then I had an alert come on my calendar about an appointment I had for that day. Yeah. Then I realized and then I was like, Una, it's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday. And she was like, oh, my God, are you serious? She's like, we had tacos last night. <laughs> I'm confused so, about my confusion. Very, yeah, you are. This is very disorienting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've been on top of it with some things. Okay. I think like it's really it's like hard to balance all of it. It is. It's uh, but I've been really on top of business affairs okay. this week. Right. And so uh, maybe women can't have it done. all, but they can have a lot of it. I can have it all, but not all at once. Okay. That's that's a better. That's your book. You can have it all, but not all at once. I'm sure someone has written that book. I don't know. Are you sitting? No, they must have. I mean, they yeah. might have. What was the, where did like the women can have it all thing come from? Was that Sheryl Sandberg? What was that? No, she was lean in. Yeah, I know. But didn't she do women can have it all as well or can't have it all or. Oh my God. Guess who, guess who said the quote that you can have it all, just not all at once. Um, someone did someone did is it someone good yes it is joan collins oprah winfrey ah <laughs> she's a sage <laughs> she is <laughs> i mean i'm sure that i absorbed that from watching her show <laughs> now that i'm living it yes she probably really has said those words repeatedly it's a good one she's right she would know she she has her as someone who has it all that she of course well yeah. but not all at once what's that book by that french guy uh, Status anxiety. Yeah, Alain de Botton, or however you say it. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> that book was like so helpful to me. It really just like everybody's freaking out. Everybody feels like they're getting less than they deserve, 
And so you can like see the climate for what it is, or you can play into it and yeah. have that whole thing too. And I think like that distance allows you a certain amount of chill about those sort of things that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what effect that particular aspect of my personality has on people. But I, if I met someone like that, I'd be like, Oh, uh, that's someone that I can be real with or that like, you know, isn't, is try- I don't know. I'm Wait, are you talking of- about meeting, meeting yourself? Yeah. <laughs> What would you do? Like, if you would, you would try to have sex with you, right? Do I, I don't know. Do I know me? I am I me? So I meet myself. I'm not going to have sex with myself like that. I don't want to have sex. No, because you're related. <laughs> yeah, I'm not curious to have sex with myself like that. I like other people. I spend enough time with. I. I mean, I have sex with myself. You know. Okay. So yeah, you would. <laughs> I mean, I already, yeah, I, you know, yeah, if you consider yeah. masturbation sex with, it's it's sex with someone I love. <laughs> so Woody Allen joke, I don't think we're allowed to have that, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> What's it going to be like when he dies? It, his funeral is going to be so political. Like yeah. people are going to be like harassed for going to it. Well, you know that HBO is doing a documentary, right? No, who's doing it? I don't know who uh, who is doing it. I don't know, but it's I don't I didn't watch the trailer yet. I'll definitely watch the documentary. I'm I don't know. I am a little bit wary of this and and how it's going to depict things. Is it with his involvement? <sighs> you know, I saw you know what? I, I I haven't or I, is I it, should look at it. Or is it the running is it the Pharaoh's involvement? I would assume it has pharaoh involvement that's how it seems oh okay it seems like the leaving neverland of woody allen oh but maybe so are they gonna have multiple i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be like new i don't know i mean frankly there would need to be new accusations in order to like yeah. do this again like we're doing it again yeah it, it, like we do we we put woody allen on trial every few years it seems I know. like and I mean, I guess fair enough, but I don't know. I, I, we'll see how they tell the story. I will absolutely watch it. Maybe I'll share my opinion about it. Maybe I'll keep it to myself. It no, might make my life easier. No, tell me about it. I'll maybe I'll yeah, whisper yeah, we'll it in talk your ear. We'll, t- we'll do it. We'll we'll probably text about it. Well, yeah. Wait, what's the logline of this show? Pot psychology, because we've never had one, and I don't even I don't like our description on on that we use for it. Okay, the log line. What? What? what because what? it says we give advice, but we never give advice on Maine. Okay, but we give. Okay, but we do. We do give bon mots. I, I is it not in, pronounced bon mots? Is it pronounced like bon mot? I I don't know how you pronounce. I don't know how you pronounce a lot of French things. I I think you just always leave off the last letter. I don't. I mean, that's not like a. Is it unilateral rule? It seems like it. I'm pretty sure there are some letters you say, and some that it's just that there are a lot of silent letters and a lot of opportunity for silence in French. It seems. I think that's a like a common feature, but I don't know if it's a unilateral rule. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't speak French. Me neither, but my daughter I, does. Fluently. She can have a conversation. Wow. I mean, she takes her. French. Why don't you ask her this you know. question? Oh, um, what was the question again? is it true that every single word oh, in I've French... Oh, I've asked her this. She said um, a lot of times. 
Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And I don't even speak French. Go to Paris and let me know, Perry. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but and you let know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> how things are pronounced. Okay. Because you like can't as a project? Well, you can't avoid it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Were you directing me to go to Paris or were you why would I go to Paris? Why wouldn't you just well, go you to Paris? Just, and have you never been it firsthand? No, I've been to Paris like four times. And uh, and but, but not on this fact finding mission. No, I've I've already came up with this idea when I was from there. From going to France, yeah. I see. I mean, live and learn. That's no, that's I've never been to Paris. I've been around people speaking French, and I've seen a lot of French cinema. Have you been to? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Have you been to Montreal? Uh, no. Mont- Montreal, Montreal is either. actually a very cool I hear city. It's cool. I mean, yeah. in Can- in general, poutine. You would like it. I, well, another thing I want to say, we got into the topic. Some, one of our listeners asked us um, because we answer questions, listener submitted questions on our bonus, which is on Patreon, patreon.com slash pot psychology, like why we hate Canadians and we don't, but we talked about it. And I guess we we have made, especially earlier on, a lot of Canada the podca- jokes. The podcast? The podcast? No, of the original video series. I think we joked about Canada quite a bit. Did we? I'm, pre- I'm really you I'm know what? There sure was a it was of... a part of our, like, fan- it was one of our platforms. Was kind it? Of. Yeah, we're kind of, we were a little bit. That was the, it but, just, it, the look, things were different back then. And it was a different time. We've grown, and I've always felt comfortable making fun of Canada because it does seem so great and yeah, relatively like, chill. I, so it's, They're like nice. It's punching up. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, I understand this place to be a utopia. That said, <laughs> you talk weird. You know what I mean? You know. I do know. Yeah. Be, they well, say what, sorry. Yeah. What you, <laughs> <laughs> what you said about it, that like the reason that you joked about Canada is because like you're close like that. And you know, like I, you got to be able to rib someone that you're friends with. Yeah. Okay. That that's that's a good interpretation too. Anyway, just the Canada thing. There was a kind of like a um, sentiment in America because the South Park movie was out. Blame Canada. It was like you know Canadians. It was a it was a it was a meme. Yeah. Sure. It, it, making fun of Canada has long been a meme yes. in America. Yeah. But so I guess you hear less of it now. I, it's true. What do yeah. you think changed it? Was it Handmaid Handmaid's Tale? Celine Dion. She is just like basically the ambassador, the world ambassador to Canada. And it's a good one to have. Totally. She is beloved. Totally. And her quirky personality is like, you know, like. she. I mean, she's a global sensation. Everybody knows who Celine Dion is. And, and But I also think that she's just like a pretty well-regarded figure in this culture at this point. Um, people like her when they see her, you know. Uh, well, I mean, the fashion. I mean, the everything. Well, when she was doing the whole fashion week thing and she was like going super high fashion, but I will say she did look a little too thin to me too. Yes, me too. I thought so. It just made me a little bit worried for her and what she's up to. Yes. Because she was never, I mean, I've been looking at her for a long time and she's never looked like that before to me. So it was like, okay, Celine. I think it's because as you're getting older, she's now losing like the collagen. I see. And she's always just been so thin. But now that like it's, it's aging her. I'm a little bit worried that now that I'm intermittent fasting, which I assume I'm going to talk about a lot. Because you've been doing it. I know. It's my <laughs> new vegetarianism. Like, I really don't talk about my vegetarianism unless I have to because I've been so conditioned to feel ashamed of it. No, but you, you did a lot before. 
Well, especially we early on. Yeah. I'm sure like when I met you and it was even worse in high school. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, just the mo- I used to have like a just like my car. The bumper was full of PETA stickers. <laughs> Driving around the backwoods of South Jersey with like meat is murder on my car while people like legitimately hunt. Uh, I don't know what there were definitely like kids, trashy parents who were who like commented and were like bumper stickers, you know, like never like anything like bad or crazy or dangerous, but it was very clear that I was very ideologically different from a lot of these people. Well, because you made sure they read it. I did. It was like <laughs> that my was, thing. Does, that was your tweeting back then. It was. It was. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I've learned to be less ostentatious about it now. I would say. Do you know what my car had? Ska stickers. What ska band was your favorite? Hmm. Well, like my intro to ska was Mighty Mighty Boston's. So okay. they always have like a special place in my heart, except especially this one album. I used to wear plaid and checkered pants all the time, and I did see that checkered is like back in style now. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, but it's all the girls are doing checkered, checkered pants, okay. checkered rugs. Into, I like that. What about like the specials? Were oh, I love the specials. The specials. Okay. All right. There's this other band called Less Than Jake. Less Than I Jake mean, I've heard of. Yeah. But aren't they, weren't they more punky? They're more pop punk, but yeah. they're ska. Like ska has a whole, uh, like, continuum. it's like autism yeah. spectrum. Speaking of which, yeah. I read Neurotribes. I listened to it. It's like a full history of autism in narrative form. Ooh, I want to li- like, listen to that. It's 20 hours long. Okay. The, the thing that like, I, that blew my mind. So like there was a simultaneous discovery of autism, basically like within a few months, I think Connor and Osberger kind of put their finger on this thing. The difference though, oh, was that's that how it's pronounced? Not Asperger. No. I mean, that's how the guy read it. It's Osberger. It sounds a lot nicer. He was Austrian, which isn't actually, which has been taken out of the diagnosis. The DSM, actually, the most recent DSM-5, they took out Osberger's. They just folded it into autism spectrum disorder. But Osberger all along from the very beginning said, this is a good thing. It's really interesting because culture has come back, I think, mostly to Asperger's way of seeing this, which Mm -hmm. is just not something to get rid of, but something to embrace, something that like helps the world actually. The fact of the matter is that like autistic people have created the world that we have while being uh, completely derided, you know? It's it's awful because obviously this condition existed way, way earlier than it was found even, you know, it's been here forever. He christened this distinctive cluster of aptitudes, skills, attitudes, and abilities autistic intelligence, making the bold suggestion that autistic people have played an unappreciated role in the evolution of culture. It seems that for success in science and art, a dash of autism is essential. For success, the necessary ingredient may be an ability to turn away from the everyday world, from the simply practical, an ability to rethink a subject with originality, so as to create in new, untrodden ways. He makes a strong case. And what I think is really interesting is that this was from the beginning. 43, he, he said this. Yeah. And it took culture that long. To, he was so ahead of his time, actually. Yeah. That it took culture that long to catch up, and it still hasn't. Well... 
It's getting there. It's just is that I think most people think of autism as like the more severe cases just because those are the ones that's like squeaky wheel. Like they're the ones that need more resources and more help. So like there's a lot of advocacy like surrounding that. And notice he said a dash because he could obviously recognize that it can be somewhat inhibiting to, you know, functioning in society because society has its own rules and limitations and restrictions, you know? Yeah. Well, this is a great segue into something, but I also want to say something else. I want to say something else too. Well, I want to say something about you. About me? Yes, because I've been thinking about like the your medication and everything, and I don't want it to take away you. I know, know, but I want it to take away some of me. A dash less of you. Yeah, I just need a dash less. Okay. It's not, it's my obsessive thinking is it's so much easier to not do that. Not being around people and stuff, being alone a lot of the time makes that so much worse. Like it makes it so much like louder. But um, I was, wait, what was I just going to say? You, you said you were going to say something else, not about this. Oh, but. I want to say two things. One isn't about this and one is kind of about this. Uh, <laughs> just so you know, it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I have been reading a lot about ADHD. There's this thing called time blindness. Uh-huh. And I feel like I remember like 12, 13 years ago, even maybe even longer than that, like you were mad at me about being late for something. And I was like, I honestly, I don't think I have a concept of time. And you were like, that's no excuse. (laughs) I'd be a lot more tolerant today, although still. I did push the limits. Uh, you did, <laughs> but the, but some but not always. And so the times where I was like five minutes late, it was just as bad as when I'm like an oh, well, hour that's late. Goofy, yeah, that's stupid. But then I also I had a little bit of PTSD from it because I hadn't oh, been late I'm for sorry. a long time. But then when we were late to pick you up on your 40th birthday yeah, in the but, limo because you know, the limo broke down. Was I going to do like scream? Well, we were all know? freaking out at, yeah. at my house. We were like, he's hating this. He's going to be, he's going to hate, hate this. I did hate it. I did hate it. But I think that I was like totally fine. I freaked out on the way to right. pick you up. Oh, yes. And then everyone started making Because <laughs> I was like, open the windows, open the doors. I'm out of here. Because all the doors were locked and you couldn't put the windows down. And I totally started having a freak out because the guy couldn't hear us. And he put the music up so loud that we were scre- we had to scream <laughs> to talk to each other, and I just started like freaking out and freaking out. And then, so then Katie made <laughs> hashtag for Rich's fortieth get rich or die trying. <laughs> That's right, really good. But speaking of autism, oh wait, no, I didn't start stop talking about time blindness. Right. Um, so it is a thing. It's a thing. Okay, most adults grow up to develop an innate sense of time. We rarely let the tub overflow. We know how long it takes to boil water before adding the pasta. Most people wake up and go to sleep without the need of an alarm clock and always know what day of the week it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> not so for many adults with ADHD. I was thinking about it. Like, I don't think I could, if I sat here and I had to guess like how long time went by, I would be like uh, 20 minutes or I'd be like two hours and both would be off like by a lot. 
Well, but I mean, don't you have a sense of like when you look at the clock and like... That's why I, I constantly carry my phone around. I'm yeah. constantly looking and that's at not, the clock. And that's not orienting you? I mean, that's well, what I feel Well, now it like. is. I feel like that's been a real big help in me, like being on time for things. I don't know. I'm very prompt. I know. <laughs> well, you don't have time blindness. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of though. I mean, I, I do think that like some of the issue is general consideration though for other people yeah and and other people's time my consideration has to be higher than other people's consideration yeah because i have to allow do extra for, work yeah and which i've been trying to do well i don't I've been think better with time lately I mean, right you've been better with time like as of 10 years ago i yeah, mean because i was feel like, like that's when i started really being medicated Oh, that's interesting. I, I I mean, I just thought you were being like a person in your mid 20s and just kind of like being like, fuck off everything, basically, you know? There is kind of that, but yeah. not as much as you would think. Interesting. It just, the time slips away. I mean, it makes sense. That's from it's a, a song, right? Time slips away. Time keeps on slipping. No, I hate that song. <laughs> yeah, oh really my like god, it. I hate that but song. But I like what's your favorite? Do you have do you do you like any Steve Miller Band no, songs? I don't. You don't like Abracadabra? No, I know I that you love that song. I told you that that song's scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. It's really creepy. I, yeah, Crab I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's assume it's consensual grabbing. Well, you know what I hate about that is that I actually love magic. Uh so do you want to talk about more autism? Sure. Speaking of autism, we watched Harvey and Me. Katie Price, who uh, I was introduced to as Jordan, one named Jordan, a glamour model in the UK. Page who, three girl, right? Yeah, page three girl. She, you know, which is in the newspaper there. They have just these like... The sun. Uh, women who show their boobs. Right. In, in many different tabloids, or at least there were, there was like... it was That was a thing. Yeah. It was like having like a funny section. Right. <laughs> it was but, like tits. On page three. Isn't that so weird? It was just like, <laughs> just, look at tits. Yeah, just after the fold. Yes. Like, I mean, turn the page. Yeah. Turn the page to tits. It was the sun and the mirror, I think. Probably. I think the mirror like started competing and got even like trashier. There's a good page three documentary that you should watch. Ooh, it's an hour. that sounds good. Yeah, it was. Samantha Fox is in it. She talks oh, a lot. Yeah. So Jordan was known as this like party girl. I didn't realize that she's like our age. She's a year older than me. Okay. She was like known as this like party girl that was like always in the tabloids. Like she was, yeah. So she's got that whole like trashy UK thing happening. Yeah, you know, like real and gutter butt. Honestly, like she's like a cleaned up Anna Nicole Smith. Like if Anna had Anna Nicole had yeah, her shit together, so. that's her. Yeah, like she went from like topless modeling to having a reality show. Actually, I forgot like why she was so notorious. It was she always, she was always trashed, right? There were just so many pictures of her. And which plays into what this documentary is about. Let's say what. um, So Harvey is her seven, he turns 18 on this special, her son. She had him when she was like uh, 23, maybe. Like she was so young. And he has a number of conditions. So he's blind. Not fully, because like he could see colors and stuff, I think. It's septo-optic dysplasia, which makes optic nerve development unpredictable. So I think he can see sometimes and sometimes not. He's also autistic. He's on the autism spectrum. And he has Prader-Willi syndrome, Oh, which is this chromosomal... Okay, that's the chromosomal. ...thing. Yeah. yeah, that like it's mild to moderate intellectual 
issues, impairment. It right. affects this part of their brain where they're constantly hungry and then yes. they can't control their weight and they get really overweight. And then, you know, it comes with all these other issues because then, you know, they're like obese and they also have a hard time losing weight. They have like poor muscle development. They, you automatically have diabetes. So it's this uh, genetic condition. It had to do with the de- when he was developing and something went awry and the imprinting of his genes didn't happen the way they were supposed to. Right. Like sometimes it'll just be like he gets two versions of his mother's gene in this one chromosome or whatever, or this one set of chromosomes. Or his mother's gene will cause a deletion of his father's gene. But either case, his father's gene is missing from there. Okay. And then that causes all of these reactions, like hormonal reactions, brain, the way the brain developed, right. sets off this sort of like domino effect. Yeah. yeah. But also like because of the Prader-Willi syndrome and probably also because of the autism, there's a lot of behavioral issues that have sprung up. It affects the family in a lot of ways, you know? I don't think I've ever seen a celebrity with like a disabled kid like that, like be just like so raw showing all of that stuff. I mean, it was wild, I thought. And I, I, you know, I didn't know what to make of it because... I do obviously know who Katie Price is, but I haven't been following her. She's and I'll so see trashy. Headlines. She's always been trashy. No, I know. But, but in a way that I've always enjoyed. So I couldn't like decide whether I thought this was like a PR thing or whether it was real, but it seemed real enough to me. It was real. I feel like, so the way that she deals with Harvey is this like very sort of like attentive, but hands off kind of like Harvey's mm-hmm. going to Harvey. Yeah. She doesn't yell at him or like add to his freak out. She, she just cr- tries to... Uh, de-escalate as best or neutralize, you know, or just be neutral in the situation. Uh, excuse me. Right, listen. Right, before we start, look at mummy. Right, look, like, uh, look at mummy. Right, look at mummy a minute. Right. Um, count to ten, and then I'll talk to you. Right, now look at me. What did mummy say? You're not staying here. Okay. We're just looking. Mind you, don't kick you. Right, use your words, please. Because, do you know what? In this book, there's lots and lots of fun things today. Do you like music? No. Yes, you do, huh? Yes. Do you like Coloran? Yes. I think I she's incredible really impressive. with him. I thought right? I was... I was I couldn't believe it that that's what it was. Lo- I mean, I really, really loved her after watching. I watched her on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, and, which is when she fell in love with her ex-husband, Peter Andre. Oh, right. I mean, they were really made for each other. Right. I, I kind of have a feeling that they Singer? should never have. Yeah. So when I lived in the UK in the early 2000s, she was like, you know, just getting started right. with her fame there. She got pregnant when I was there. With and- Harvey. Yes, with Harvey and by this like football player, which yeah. is what we call soccer. Right. <laughs> in America. Katie would be in all the tabloids and newspapers right. there falling out of cars, drunk, pregnant and wasted. Yeah, that's crazy. So then, you know, Harvey's born and he has these issues. She, has she ever talked about the fact that the two might be related? Yes. All right. So this was from 2005 when he was three. And I would think maybe she was in like, some denial or sure. just like hurting or What's whatever. What's the source? What did she say? It's, it's in The Guardian. Okay. She said, her son's disorder is a one in a million chance. It's no one's fault. That's why it's still so upsetting when people say it's my fault. It's not. Her drug use is known. She's been to rehab and stuff. I mean, this is how she was known initially. It would be like if Lindsay Lohan had a baby 
and it was born blind and and had a lot of issues. But like, so, but she's never confirmed it. She's never admitted to it. It seems like she's never admitted, but I, I didn't okay. do enough research on it. I don't. I didn't do full due diligence. Sure. But she's at least acknowledged okay. that people say it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Part of what's rare about it is that he has these three things together. Yeah. And that makes a really rare disorder, like the combination of things. Yeah. But septo-optic dysplasia, there have been suggestions that the use of drugs or alcohol during pregnancy may increase the risk of SOD. Huh. Okay. It can't really be proven that his Prader-Willi syndrome... Well, none of it can be proven, right? Because yeah, it's, you course. can't like just go back to anything and say that's it's things are never without. But these things that their own the autism aside context the autism is totally separate from Prater Willie and and the septo optic dysplasia right the the SOD and the Prater Willie syndrome yeah those happen during development in the womb yeah so. There's reason to believe some kind of medical intervention might interfere. But the fact that like somebody else could do the same thing and have a child that isn't disabled just goes to show how environmental, whether they be the womb, et cetera, predisposition, you know what I mean? There's probably like, it's probably more complicated than that. You talk about domino effect, you know, this substance enacted this thing and yeah i mean there's just there i mean she was caught drinking like at seven months pregnant in a club yeah that's a lot yeah allegedly (laughs) (laughs) it was alleged right was it katie and peter peter and katie whatever it was called i i love that show was harvey on it yes harvey was on it but he was nonverbal. okay at the time and he was probably like four or five so he's to me like watching him like I probably was like really knew a lot about him between like 18 months and yeah. like 10. Yeah. And now he's 18. 18. I have to say that his development has been significant since like when he was younger. I had I took issue with them saying that he has the cognitive abilities of a 7-year-old cuz that's just not true. Like he obviously can interact on a level that's like way more mature than that. They show him his, the way that he goes back and forth with her, you know? Half, you're taking lots of pictures. Yeah. You're only going to delete them later. Cause you're, oh, mom. Well, you will, because you'll use all your space and then you'll go, mom, I've got no room left. I'm a... Gummy bear. <laughs> exactly. Well, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Are you sure? I'm happy. Are you? Of course. I love you. I love you too. Forever. Forever. <laughs> I love it. I love you too forever, Harv. Any? Anytime. <laughs> exactly, baby. You're with mum forever and ever and ever. For God for that. No, I think they're probably right. I mean, Una would go, would do that kind of stuff with me too at yeah, seven. Yeah, Una's exceptionally smart though. So maybe he's like, for... I, I don't really think so. I think that there, I just don't think you could actually say, you know, you're like a seven-year-old because you're not, you're still an adult 
male. I don't know. He seemed, and, he seemed like it to me, you know, his reading and his writing levels. And then just in, in his like verbal interactions or his understandings of what was going on. Like he kept having to be reminded that he wasn't going home. Right. I mean, that he wasn't staying in that place right, that they right, were right. going to be going home after. He was freaking out that he was going to have to like live in this college yeah. that day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause they were going, they were looking at colleges. Yeah. So I think, I think seven was about right. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it can be said that simply, but whatever. No, I don't think so. Because like in general, when you're reading parenting books and stuff, what you're doing is it goes by year and they yeah. have to meet these milestones. Sure. So when you're talking about someone's development and even if it's like a cognitive development, you're like, yeah, this is like where it stopped because you can't meet the milestones of eight. But plenty of people with autism don't meet those milestones and go on to do brilliant things. So like, no, I just think, I, no, yeah. you can't really go on to do brilliant things if you don't meet like eight read year, yeah eight-year-old milestones yeah no so he's getting older and it's time for him to go to college yeah he's been doing a high school where he goes it's not really high school it's just like a day school it seems like it's a little bit more individualized for him right where he goes during the week and he lives there during the week and comes home on weekends and they had to start doing that two years before because he was having these like violent outbursts in the house and he's so big because of his other disorder because he's so heavy and he's also super tall. Yeah. He's like linebacker. Yeah. And there's all these little kids that are his siblings and like the all the walls in her house. I mean, it's this like beautiful McMansion. Yeah. And all the walls are just like punched in. There's I like so many she holes. hadn't fixed them. I, this is part of her Zen with him. Uh, she was just like, you know, I could fix the holes or I just like let Harvey be Harvey. Yeah, and then like, she'll right. get them fixed when he goes to college or yeah. like lives in his own house. Yeah. The most Katie Price thing and my limited understanding of her, in fact, is that over the course of filming this, she went to a water park <laughs> And broke both of her feet. <laughs> so she's like walking around in the early scenes and then she shows up and is in For the two whole rest of the documentary and yeah. a, on a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. She uh, has sometimes a, a scooter. Yeah. She has a custom wheelchair for the house that's pink. Right. And then she uses like rentals when she goes out and then sometimes has a scooter. It was like, what? and then it was just like so awkward because sometimes they would be touring a, a college and Harvey, you know, he his trigger is doors banging. Yes. And he just makes him so upset and he like he'll starts punch the wall yeah, and stuff like he'll, that. He'll like start to get really agitated and, and aggressive. And he's strong. Yeah. Obviously. Big guy. A door slammed in this place and then he just started like, freaking yeah and then she was trying to like chase him but she was in a wheelchair that wasn't electric so she's like <laughs> wheeling. With one arm wheeling and she's like reaching her hand out to him but this is probably the most useful thing she's ever done ever. as somebody that i do doesn't know much of what she's done i can only assume that like she totally showed a different side of herself and she showed a part of the a part of life that many people take for granted and don't get to see Without much, uh, without much vanity about it, I, like she, 
like her it was such a weird combination because it's like you could tell she's an off-duty glamour girl right. the entire time yeah. because her eyelash extensions were still there yeah, she would always have some some kind of weird hair extensions in but they wouldn't be done giant chiclet teeth oh my god her teeth and her eyebrows are so extreme yeah her teeth are so white like yeah. so so white yeah. that like they hurt yeah and then her eyebrows are incredibly dark <laughs> And, um, but she's hanging out with these normie moms of disabled yeah. kids and doing things like just going to the train station because their kids like going to the train station yeah, and then they just sit on the platform. Yeah, I kind of got the train thing. It- <laughs> <laughs> you know, that does seem like it would be kind of nice. Watch it come in, watch it leave, take a picture with your I mean, iPad. Okay. <laughs> I, I would love, 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 love if we could do a fucking gallery show of Harvey's iPad photos, because that's the other thing is that he carries his iPad around oh, with yeah. him everywhere yeah. and he takes pictures and it's very important for him to take pictures of things. Yes. I kind of think it's because when he's just like looking at stuff, he can't really see them. But if he looks at it really close on his iPad, then he can see it. Katie, so Katie Price should exhibit his photography. It might do well. Oh my God. Yeah. She should do that. I always have oh. found her to be likable, which yeah. is why I like the reality shows that she does. It's not that she's just like so trashy. It's like there's something that's like so trashy about her, but like also there's this like weird Dolly Parton kind of aspect to her. Right. Where she's like warm. Benevolent. I note that I have, uh, speaking of her teeth, I had her teeth are French manicure tips white. <laughs> <laughs> It's like white out. True. It really. She should do more. I want to see what else happens. I I do too. You know? I want them to like because it leaves it up in the air as to whether or not Harvey's going to get into the school. They turned it around real quick. Yeah. Well, it's assisted. Right. Living. I. You know what? I'll tell you. Yeah. I wish I had assisted living. <laughs> you know, like if you if I actually think if i had my own apartment and i had someone that was just like especially when i was sick yeah i could see getting older and wanting to do that kind of situation you know when i'm retired when i'm really old i think that's crazy so what do you think's gonna happen when we get really old like do you want to go like live in the same kind of retirement community because like, like you and i yeah i don't know your friends. taste might be a little bit expensive for me but mm, well how's your 401k I mean, I'm, you know, growing it. Okay. You know. I just think we go to Florida because you don't have to pay taxes in right. Florida. Yeah, no, you, you put that in my ear and yeah. I listen. And I and I like... <laughs> Warm. You, do you know that there is a Disney, like in Disney, you can buy like houses, there's communities. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's like homeowner associations like, uh, in Disney. Wow. Like little like uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. Disney Golden Oak. This is one of them. Golden Oak celebrates old world architecture and Florida resort style living <laughs> with homes priced from the upper two millions. Our newest neighborhood, the Cottages of Symphony Grove, is a fitting finale to the original master plan. Oh, it's part of Four Seasons. It's okay. Four Seasons Residences. So the Four Seasons is in Disney Springs, but it's not by downtown Disney. It's like, cause so it's like Disney Springs is like over this way, okay. but it's like closer to the magic kingdom. Cause uh-huh. it's like, wait, actually as a matter of fact, I have this map right here. Okay. <laughs> cause I've been planning my Disney trip. So this is where the four seasons is. Yeah. That's the magic kingdom. So the four seasons is there, you know, just think on that. Okay. Hopefully I will see if I have $2 million. Well, one hopefully day. they'll get other, it, hopefully this will be a success and maybe they'll do condos. Okay. 
you know wouldn't that be nice to have a condo in disney world (laughs) uh it sounds good right to have nothing to do but that we would just walk there all the time we just go to disney world all the time like wouldn't that get boring after a little while there's so many resorts though and so many amusement parks and we're gonna be old so we're gonna want to rest too right (laughs) (laughs) and we will go to the beach okay so i just think though if we end up in different cities there'll be like a point where we're too old to see each other okay well i'm all for playing ahead and we're not like we don't like talk on the phone well maybe we would have to you know we did when during covid we did this show that way oh that's true during lockdown during like hardcore oh my god how old do you think we'll keep when would we retire from this i don't know it'd be cool if i could set us up a pension or something okay (laughs) (laughs) I, i should we wrap it up okay here 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 to be continued Someone DM'd me something about Lena Dunham, and I didn't read it yet, so I'm going to read that DM on the bonus. Oh, okay. I mean, it's some kind of news or something, something. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a new controversy. Oh, God. Did I get any DMs? <laughs> I have I have a teaser as well. I caught another scammer, telemarketer scammer, and recorded my conversation <laughs> yes. with them. Is it? How does it compare to the first one? You know... The first time is always your first time. Okay. But this one is pretty good. I made okay. Una laugh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Dude, we, we played that on the bonus before, right? Yeah. Okay. So, well. Gammer's Corner. You can hear that on the bonus episode available at patreon.com slash pot psychology. We also have a premium series called Wawu, which stands for Watch Along With Us. I don't know. I'm sorry. I lost it. That's before. fine. I'm, I need to like take a second. Also, in our book club book is send yourself roses <laughs> by kathleen turner <laughs> oh my god there's so much about rheumatoid arthritis okay okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm excited anyway, we have a book club and we're gonna meet and talk uh, wow <laughs> so that's what it's like <laughs> <laughs> wow okay goodbye i took psyllium husk before this so. <laughs> okay that must be what's doing it <laughs> let it all out <laughs> okay bye, bye. bye.